0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jackie, why do you like therapy?
1: I like therapy uh, because my brain is a jumbled mess and untangling it is really good for me as a human being, both for myself and others. But something that's unfortunate is that therapy isn't that accessible to everybody. Luckily now, there is an option like BetterHelp. BetterHelp. We have technology. We can we can technology therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to.
0: And special offer to weighted blanket happy hour listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash weighted blanket. That's better h-e-l-p dot com slash weighted blanket thanks again to better help for sponsoring this podcast like we always say on this podcast you gotta feel it to heal it have we ever said that catchy
1: tagline that you just came up with a- I don't know <laughs> life gets hard sometimes so grab your weighted blanket and let's talk about it those is that my hair no it's mine okay my <laughs> hair gets everywhere and everybody who knows me and yeah. loves me and invites me to their house will inevitably find it everywhere yeah I know it's yours because your hair is like twice as thick as mine is it's very thick that's yeah. the thing I, I for a little while I was just like do I lose an abnormal amount of hair no I lose the normal amount of hair but it's so thick and so coarse Yeah. And so long that it looks like a ridiculous amount of hair. Yeah. I could probably make a good rope out of your hair eventually. When I was in college, I would go over to my friend Gage's apartment a lot, and he just lived in, like, a crappy little studio, so the only place to sit was his bed. So we would just, like, chill on his bed and, like, you know, watch Game of Thrones or whatever the fuck we were watching in 2015. And... (laughs) I, every time I would like, you know, you do that thing where you sort of like go through your hair and like pull out the strays like that. Yeah, yep, there it goes. <laughs> there it goes. And uh, I would like, I would pull out the strays and just sort of like tuck them between the window and the bed frame because it was his bed was in a corner. Why do you people put your beds in a corner? I'll never understand. It's not good feng shui. It's not good feng shui. You've, you're, the power position is all off. Anywho. Uh, but, like, I would just do that because, like, I was trapped between, like, him and the bed and the window. So there was nowhere else to put it. So I'd just be like, whatever, out of sight, out of mind. And when he moved out of that apartment, he pulled back the bed and just, like, I was there when he did it. And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> and he moved to the bed. All of your DNA. It was up.
0: It was, it was too much. Well, on the plus side, <laughs> if you go missing or they need to... And track gonna, you down there's going be a lot of DNA left behind yeah uh huh don't commit any crimes anytime soon that wasn't even the story I meant to tell but no <laughs> no we, we are off <laughs> into the thick of it yeah no uh huh yeah what were what,
1: <laughs> what was the cold open I wanted you to open <laughs> oh, it was the Soda Streamer thing. Yeah. No. Okay. It was just like you get you gave me the Soda Stream uh, canisters. Yeah. And because they were the wrong ones, mm-hmm. and I took them home, and it turns out they fit my Soda Stream, and I was like, cool. But then I had three canisters. I didn't need three canisters. So it's like the way you it, the way you recycle the canisters is you go to your local Target and you're just like, hey, this one's empty. Give me a new one, and they give you half off on the new one because you brought the old one in. So. I didn't need three of them, so I brought, I brought them to, I brought the empty one mm-hmm. to the Target, and I go up to the counter. First of all, while I'm trying to talk to this dude, this like other guy comes out of nowhere and goes like, "Ma'am, you dropped a dollar," and I don't remember he he talked like that, and I was just like, I don't remember dropping a dollar, so I was like, uh, uh, "Uh, okay," and he was like, "Unless you want me to have it," and I was like. Thank you. And I just sort of grabbed the dollar and like turned back and ignored him. This was the target on Wilson. This right? was the target on Wilson. Yeah. This, this this checks. Okay. Anywho. um, Yeah. No, I tried to hand it to the guy and I was just like, I don't need this. Can I just give it to you? And he was, he just looked at me uh-huh. like he had no fucking clue what I was yeah. talking about. And I was like, there's the exchange program here. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like. I, I ended up with three of these. I don't need three of these. Can I just give it to you? And finally, after, like, fully explaining, he was like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's just like he, yeah, he, he, he looked at me like I was a moon man. Yeah. Like he had no clue what I was talking about. Yeah,
0: you were you were the white girl giving him the bubbles. Yeah, rather than demanding. Yeah, yeah, it it. it, it you know, made him, you know, the whole perspective of his, you probably rocked his world. He's probably like reconsidering all of his life choices now <laughs> because of that. I have a
1: lot of weird interactions.
0: Yes. Well, uh, well, welcome to Weighted Blanket Happy Hour. Let's talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. Julia. I'm Jackie. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, before we get into our, our topic today, a friendly reminder to uh, like and review our, our podcast I know there are at least twenty of you out there. <laughs> There's more than twenty. At le- at at minimum, we get like twenty an episode per week. So I know I know you're out there. Yeah. And so you know we've only got like a, like a small handful of reviews. So you know um, you know it's a fucking recession. I'm not gonna ask for money this episode. But if you do want to give help us out, uh, write a review, uh, share our posts. We work. We get some really funny memes. On our Instagram account, we do the choice I, memes. I thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, well, it's funny to me. <laughs>
1: it's, is it dark enough and funny enough? Multi- multiple times, I've just been like scrolling through Instagram, which, by the way, is fully assimilating and becoming TikTok. Oh yeah, have you seen the latest update? But oh, yeah. like multiple times, I've been scrolling through and like seen the funny meme and been like, ah, 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 and shared it to my story, and then realized that it's from the from the. Podcast. Just do that. <laughs> Just do that.
0: Honestly, we all we all use a chuckle about therapy. I mean, that is why we are here. Yes, that is the whole reason we are here. And and today we wanted to talk about you know like like it's good to be honest about like the things that are going on in our lives and the things that like you know are, are stressing us out. But it's also good to like take a step back and look at the progress. That has been made because I've, I've been in therapy now for seven years and I've been like off and on it through like high school and college and, and my therapist and I, we regular, like my therapist, especially regular is like, Hey, remember how, like when you first started seeing me, (laughs) you didn't know what anger (laughs) Mm -hmm. felt like. Oh yeah. (laughs) And now, and now I'm, I'm like, I felt angry and I'm excited because I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Just, um, The, I mean, it it didn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. at least, but now like, I I feel like the, like, I, I, yeah, this was, this is how I kind of look at emotions now in my brain. It's like looking at like an abstract piece of art Mm -hmm. that has like multiple layers to it. And at first I'm just like, I don't, I don't know where to focus in. This is just overwhelming. I just don't want to look at this painting. And now like. Because of the medication I'm on, because like the way that I understand my feelings, the way that I just I understand myself better. I'm able to just look at the picture and just be like, oh, that's because of this. And that's this expression. If you look underneath that, that that layer and then there's this whole other other layer, too. And it's not so much about like making the painting go away, Mm -hmm. but it's just like I have like a better understanding of the picture and I can better
1: describe it to the people around me. What was the if you if you're comfortable saying what yeah. what was the catalyst that made you go to therapy in the first place? Um, uh,
0: I I was really depressed after this guy that I dated for like three weeks broke up with me. But mm-hmm. it was like months after because like as we've discussed, like you know I put my value based on um, validation from other people, including P- And you know this was a person that I put on a pedestal mm-hmm. for sure. And like I was so depressed by that, and I just I was like like I'm not losing weight like I know that like I'm having these issues I need to talk to somebody because like I'm stress eating I'm emotional eating mm-hmm. I need to fix I need to fix this that's mm-hmm. why that's why I went into it I also went into it because I just I just I saw how my family talks about and treats their mental health and I just I was like I just feel like there's a better way to do this and then yeah within a year like I realized like no it's not I don't just have like an eating disorder and body dysmorphia like there's so much more going on those things are symptoms mm-hmm. of it but um in order to really get into it i really have to dig in deep mm-hmm. and like find out more about my past and stuff yeah <laughs> i know guys guys guys, guys 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 chill out chill out take a take a five Crazy. speaking of
1: couples therapy yeah seriously oh <laughs> Excuse you. Someone's being sassy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's grumpy. Oh, buddy. But yeah. Yeah, I like it's funny. I I've been thinking lately cuz I I've, I've also been in therapy for a good number of years now and I keep thinking I'm like it the the things that I've learned in therapy in terms of being self-aware about myself and my patterns and my behavior and like what I need to do in order to live a normal effective as happy as possible life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those are all tools that I gained through long through years and years of therapy. And I'm like, would I have figured any of it out without therapy? Would I have ended up in therapy eventually anyway had this catalyst that made me go to therapy originally not happened? And what was was your catalyst? I don't want to talk about it. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair Fair enough. enough. But there was a catalyst that got you in there. There was a catalyst. There was a sudden, very deep trauma. And I was like, oh, I can't handle this. And then I went to therapy and it was like, I, I can't handle this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And just, just like something that's like just overwhelming or something that's been building up over time. Mm -hmm. And, and then like, and I'm not done. Mm -hmm. I'm not done like uncovering the full extent of whatever trauma and how it affects me. But I think like we were like talking on Marco Polo the other day, like like one of us was anxious or something. And it was just like, wow, like me from like even just three years ago, like I feel like I just would have been in like a glass case of emotion. and just felt like I could escape. And now I'm like, oh, it's like
1: raining outside. OK, that's our I can I can handle this. That's fine. Mm hmm. I, I like there's 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 a lot of things I don't I don't know if I would have ever figured out. That I like have ADHD or that or I would have figured it out and I would have just not done anything about it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with depression. It's like, I don't know if I would have ever figured out my tendencies toward depression or if I had, I wouldn't have done anything about it. Yeah. And I would have just suffered Mm -hmm. until I don't know. Who knows?
0: Yeah. I mean, and my 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 relationship with food has improved. So, so, so much. Yeah. I eat fucking vegetables now. You just saw me, like, wolf down, like, this huge, like, fucking salad. Mm-hmm. I used to hate salads because they were my, um you know, my toxic, like, diet food staple mm-hmm. that I would just eat all the time to, like, lose weight. And then I was like, oh, why would I ever eat a salad? And I'm like, well, there are actually... These vegetables. There's, yeah, like, like there's actually ways things you could do to, like, make it. And now, like, I actually crave it and I want it. And, um like, a huge sign to, like, my healing is that, you know, cause my, my eating disorder was um overeating and I would just like, like, just like gorge and gorge and gorge and gorge and like get beyond the point of feeling full. Um And I'm just, i would keep eating past that point mm-hmm. and like just be uncomfortable and like just not be able to do anything and, and have like a food hangover mm-hmm. for like a day or two afterwards. Yeah.
1: It fucking sucks. What does a food hangover feel like?
0: Um, I mean, honestly, just as bad as, like, a like a beer. Like, maybe not, like, the headache, but, like, especially because, like, my... Um, like, body-gross aching yeah, and feelings. Yeah, like, bloated and gross. It's just, like, if you eat too much ice cream or too much cake, which is mm. what I would do, because, like, like, sugar sweets was, like, my huge comfort food group, too. Like, mm-hmm. you just, like, I would just have, like, this huge, like, sugar mm-hmm. crash. Yeah. Or whatever. And now, like, when I go out... And I'm with like friends or with them with family. And you know, when I would go out before, like that was like my treat. I was like, all right, I'm gonna eat as much as I possibly can for, before I have to get back on dieting now. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get a sandwich with fries. I'm gonna eat half of the sandwich, I'm gonna eat three fourths of the sandwich. I'm not gonna finish the fries. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask for dessert because I'm not feeling it. Or maybe I will ask for dessert because mm-hmm. like they have my favorite. And like people be like, Oh, you didn't finish
1: your food. I'm like, this is actually it's actually a good thing. Yeah. It's actually this is actually a good <clears> sign. Well, it's that that <laughs> psychology of like the binge restriction cycle exactly it's like the fa- the the fact that you're restricting like causes your your psychology to rebel and then you binge and mm-hmm. then you feel like a terrible person and then you restrict yeah. yada 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 and it just it's it's cyclical
0: yeah i mean i'd been on weight watchers since i was 15 there's a woman on my boat she's older and she like swears by weight watchers and i'm like well good good for you but i'm a perfectionist <laughs> Like I would put myself on like ten, ten, a uh, thousand calories a day because I was like I want to get down as close as, po- as much as possible, but mm-hmm. your body doesn't like that. Your body doesn't like. So that. if you are able to do something like Weight Watchers and like you, you don't take that shit personally, I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. That stuff, abs, like that stuff wrecked my relationship with food for years. Mm-hmm.
1: I will the the my biggest thing is you you said it yourself the perfectionism thing Mm -hmm. I have as my therapist likes to point out to me big perfectionism problems oh yeah oh yeah and it's like when you are a when you are a person with depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety and perfectionism and ADHD on top of it like it's it's this cycle of like. You, particularly with the ADHD, because like, the the ADHD gives you shitty impulse control.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah, sure. So it's like your your perfectionism tells you that you should be establishing all of these good habits and you should be doing X Y Z, and it's just like and and that you should be you know doing this many things a day and you should be working this hard at it. And but then your your depression says I'm tired. Your anxiety says I used all my energy worrying about the end of the world today. And your ADHD says I kind of want to play Zelda. <laughs> And your perfectionism says you're a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just yada, 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 yada? And it's like, it's, it's, it's little things. Like, I learned I just can't keep smokable weed in the house. Mm-hmm. A, because it's bad for me and I shouldn't be doing it because singer, singer, uh, need need vocal cords to be healthy. But also it's like, I cannot have a relationship with smokable weed where I can pace myself. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like sugar. Yeah. Same thing at one point with alcohol. I had to stop keeping it in the house because it's just like, it's one of those things where it's, like, if the vice is there, yeah. my, like, impulse control is a lie for anybody. Yeah, 100%. But, but especially my ADHD, like, takes it to, like, a whole new level. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm going to go hog with that. I'm going to way overdo and do the yeah, wrong thing. Yeah, the restrict end. And yeah. pre-therapy, perfect, you know, the the, the perfectionism, my brain is just, like you, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why can't you just, like, pace yourself? And it's just like, yeah, it's because I have these things wrong with my brain. And also willpower is kind of a fucking lie.
0: It is. It's true. I I mean, like, you know, and I, I know I talk a lot about like like dating on here. And and I feel like I have made so many strides in my mental health this time around with dating. And I didn't really understand the difference between like what lust versus like romantic interest feels like. Hmm. But there's there was like this one guy and I ran into him in my neighborhood and he was like gross, like not gross, but he was like hot and sweaty from like working on this house. And I was like, God damn it! Why do I want him so much right now? And I was like, I was like, I want him because I know I can't have him.
1: Well, no, like I mean, Mr. Brawny, shirtless, like yeah, just like mm, yeah, I was working on this house. It's I like- was
0: yeah, I was so horny. Yeah. After that encounter, mm-hmm. and I and I, I was just and I was like, but like I knew that like he and I we had no like long term, you know, you know, um, compatibility. But I was like, oh, but like, it's because I'm being so hard about myself. Like, oh, I can't have him. Like, well, that's, that's, you're going to want him more Mm -hmm. because of that. Yeah. I was like, oh, and it's, and, but instead of it just being like, well, I need to stop thinking about it. It was just like accepting that sometimes you just can't get what you want and that sucks. Yeah. And you just kind of have to write
1: it out until it's gone. Yeah. Well, and also like having the tools to like, when those patterns of thought are happening to recognize like, okay. I know what this is. It's happened Mm -hmm. before. It's this pattern of thoughts. Like, this is my, this part of me, you know, like being angry that I can't have the thing or like, you know, rebelling against my own good sense, yada, yada, yada. It's just like having, having the ability to know what those things are gives you so much power in terms of managing it. Like I've, I've really been trying to shift my mentality from like. I should be doing ABC habit. I should be doing XYZ habit. I should, you know, be doing this more. And I'm and, and like I've been trying to shift it to okay, how do I set myself up for success? Mm-hmm. I set myself up for success by take me, taking my Wilbutrin, not keeping joints in the house, mm-hmm. not keeping a bunch of sugar in the house, not drinking alcohol. I I eating healthy, getting yeah. enough sleep, like and making sure that I don't stress myself out too much, which isn't always a success. But you know, <laughs> I, I I set myself up for success by like having people to hold me accountable mm-hmm. because I've learned that I'm a big like outside influence kind of person when it comes to like getting things done. I need to be beholden by someone outside. And I used to like, that used to make me feel really shitty. And to a degree it still kind of does. Like I wish I could just do things that I set out to do without having someone there to police me essentially. Yeah. But it's just like, but it's like, you know what, whatever, that's the way my brain works. If I, I know that if I don't, yeah. like have a deadline or like someone else depending on me I won't get it done. So I'm going to put myself in situations yeah. where other people are depending on me and giving me deadlines cuz then I know I will get the thing done. It's just like you you I I'm trying to teach myself like a, the mentality of set yourself up for success. Yeah. On the like to to be the Dell's advocate though, I think it's also perfectly
0: normal to like be a person who doesn't always get the deadlines that doesn't accomplish everything on the list. But the difference for like my brain is that if I don't do it, then I'm a failure. Yep, exactly. So <laughs> exactly. And so, so being like, oh, I didn't like get everything done this weekend. But also, there are, there are people that like never vacuum their floors. That's true, and never comb out their cats, mm-hmm. and and they can live with themselves and not beat themselves up about that. So not saying that that's the right thing to do too, but also like me being hard on myself about something that. I'm not like 100% like passionate like I'm not 100% passionate about like combing my cats, mm. right? And or like 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 when I was doing theater and I was like auditioning and I was like, "Oh, like I would procrastinate all the time about like preparing for auditions because I didn't want to fucking do it." Mm-hmm. And but then when I like had more free time and I was like, "Oh, See I do like sailing. I will show up 15 minutes early mm. to go sailing. Or I like this group of friends, I will be the first person to show up. Yeah, For like like Devin, our 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 best friend, like you know, she works on Devin time. Oh yeah. Devin works on Devin time, but when she and I schedule going out to the mall on a weekend, mm. she shows up on time. Good for her. Because because it's like, yeah, this is what this will be love to do together. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's more about a like Oh, yeah, like I'm it's it's not because I'm a bad person. It's mm-hmm. just because this isn't like my
1: favorite thing to do in the world. And it's normal to react to it like this. Yeah, it's just like the I and like I'm still working through all of my perfectionism tendencies and I'm still working like, you know, get, trying to get out of the like, why can't Johnny jump tall buildings mentality? Yeah, but it's like at least I know what it is now. Yeah, as opposed to. Being the absolute fucking textbook millennial who was the gifted and talented kid and is now just a depressed late 20-something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Textbook. Yeah. I don't think – I think that, yeah,
0: I was – I'm a very much belated, like, um, analyzed, perfectionist person. Because I thought, yeah, it was just, like, depression and anxiety. And it's, like, a big – part of those things that are making you anxious and depressed is because you're being a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and you're being really hard on yourself. And then just like anything else, it's like, okay, well, like, where did it come from? Where else does it fucking pop up? And, and then it's just like, what do you mean? I have to live with this for the rest of my life? Oh, <laughs> I just God. want it. I just want it to fucking go away. But and I'm saying. But also, but also, like you know, there are there are good things also that come out of my anxiety, my depression, my perfectionism.
1: I mean, at least you are the kind of person who cleaned your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is the thing. Some people yeah. don't have enough anxiety in their lives. Yeah. Oh, I
0: I detailed the shit out of my trash can this weekend because the fruit fruit flies have been so gross this summer. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm getting a little OCD about this, but I'm not mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's useful. Indeed. Exactly. It's all about, like, what can I harness this energy towards? Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's better to know, too.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, and we've seen, like, our friends that just walk around, like, bleeding hearts. It's like, you should just talk to someone about that. Or like the worst thing is when your friends or family treat you like a therapist mm. and they think that that's a friendship. This is a new thing he does. Now he just hops on top of the chair.
1: Buddy, you're a big boy. You I, you're too big to be doing this. Dude, I hope you don't try to do that when someone's not sitting there. Oh, that I that would be the dumbest thing ever. He would fall. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's he's he does this for attention. So he only does it when I'm here. Okay.
1: <laughs> just making me nervous. Friends treating you as therapists. Friends treating you as therapists. Oh, there was another thing. Relationships treating you as therapists. What did you say right before that? <laughs> there was a cat. <laughs> there was a cat and we got distracted. Uh, uh, oh no, yeah, it's better it's better to know. It's better yeah. that's the thing that like yeah, I, I think everybody should go to therapy yeah. at least for a little while to like tease open their own brains or just find a form of it that works for you. It doesn't have to be CBT or yeah. Well, cause it's like, yeah. if you think you don't need it, it's like, it's kind of good to just reflect anyway. Yeah. And like there are the thing, the thing that is the most powerful and the most awful about the human mind is its ability to rationalize. Oh, so easily. So like, yep. I know people who are like, 10 years older than me who are walking through life with fully untreated like I'm like bitch you have ADHD and you are undiagnosed and it's making your life a messy messy piece mm-hmm. of mess. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm and I'm, I'm like it's like people that are like cool people and it's just like you're awesome but like you don't manage your life well. Yeah. And I want to be someone who like has control of my life to a de- to the degree that I can. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's like no judgment but like I don't know, just there's a quality of life that you're missing out. Or not not even quality of life, just like
1: knowing yourself better. Yeah. I just like, I wanna, I just wanna be a person who like is on their shit. Yeah. And that's hard to do when you, when when you are neurodivergent. Mm -hmm. And it's also hard to do like, you know, when you have mental health issues of any kind, neurodivergent or otherwise. So it's just like, I, it's, it annoys me that it's so much fucking harder for me than like, you know, but plain Jane neurotypical doesn't have depression, mm-hmm. but it's like, at least I know that I need to take those extra steps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I just, I think like the whole point of this episode too is like, like again, like while we all like, like, you know, we're on our journeys and like the journey is really frustrating. The fact that you even just like showed up mm-hmm. is a huge win. Yeah. Cause again, there are just people that live in those glass cases of emotion and that's just normal. I don't know how they them. live like that. But not well. <laughs> that's not like well. that's like my family, and it's just it's just weird.
1: Yeah, there are, there are people who just like dwell, and everything is interpersonal drama, mm-hmm. and and everything is, and then they bring kids into the world. And that's the <laughs> thing about therapy too. I'm like. Oh, this is nothing. The way
0: that you are reacting has actually nothing to do with
1: me. That that is a very good point. There's a lot yeah. of like, there's a lot of moments that you can recognize after doing when you do a lot of self reflection. You recognize patterns of behavior that you used to have in other people, and mm-hmm. you have insight into them. Yeah. And so like, if someone's if someone's doing something that you have done to someone else before, you're like, oh, I know what this is that you're doing. I know that like it's not actually about me, and I don't need to feel bad for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A lot of good things.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you you know or love someone that, you know, could use some therapy,
1: uh, just have them listen to this podcast. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's just, I mean, it's analyzing your own psychology is just such a powerful thing. Yeah. In terms of, like, taking control of your life. And, like, this isn't going to become, like, you know, a Deepak Oprah, what is it called? Self, self-help Help me, Tony Robbins. That game. no, we're not.
0: We're nowhere near qualified. I mean, like, I feel like at this point, I should like have like a minor in psychology with everything that I've learned about about it. But um, yeah, it's not, we're not Deepak Chopra. I don't know what that you're talking about. But uh, we're not. We're not here to sell you like ten steps on how to be a less anxious person. Because man, I could use that. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, you know, you just you, you showed up today. You're doing the work. Just keep at it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not. It's not
1: going to be perfect, and that's okay. And if you can't afford therapy better help better help use our code weighted blanket for 10% off your first month yeah you would you would know uh, I'm
0: like I know the logo from a mile away because I do the marketing
1: no I could hear I can hear the copy in my head use code weighted blanket for 10% off. that's how you do it in the commercial
0: <laughs> I yeah I I put on I put on my uh, my sponsor
1: it's lovely it's great
0: <laughs> we're doing we're doing good things we're doing good things so yeah
1: uh to wrap it up what was your what was your self-care let me tell you about yeah. this thing. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I there's so there's this video game that just came out like 5 days ago and it went completely viral. It's called Stray. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. yes. Where can you play it? It's um so it's on I think like PlayStation 4 okay. and 5, but it's I don't have either of those. I played it on Steam, uh which is like it it's it's like computer. Cool. That's, desktop. I, yeah, I played Elden Ring on my desktop, and, like, it's not meant for PC. It like, my four computer crashed, like, five times. Yeah. It's not even an old computer. It's just, like, Elden Ring was too much for it. No, but this is much less. Um, and Stray is a game where you play as a cat,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you have your little cat family, and you get separated from them. Oh! And you have to find your way back to your cat family and you go through this city where there are robots, but the robots are friendly okay. and you get to like come up and meow with them and interact with them. And then you talk to them and they're nice to you and it's just cute and wholesome.
0: I I love that that is out there and that exists and that people are responding to it.
1: There is this other. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, the, by the same people who made that game, if any of you listening are playing it, they made this game called Gone Home. And if you don't want me to spoil it, pause the episode now and just go play it. Because Gone Home is a game where it, it starts out and you think it's a horror game. And you're like a person coming, you know, you're like a young girl coming back from uh, you study abroad program and you're walking through your house and it's empty. And it's like, where are your parents? Where's your little sister? There's a note that says, you'll never see me again. Oh, my God. She murdered the parents. And you think it's a horror game. But then as you just find different notes throughout the house and you discover that, like, the parents are away on a like vacation and the sister ran off with her girlfriend.
0: <laughs> and it's really cute at t- turn of events. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. Highly recommend. Nice. I just spoiled the whole game, but like Well, you gave the warning. You gave an adequate warning. Yeah. So, that's all that we asked for. Yeah. Um, I I Still went Still worth playing. Yeah. I went to the mall with Devin and we went to Bath and Body Works and I bought five hand soaps and six outlet dispensers and I just, yeah, no, that is just, that is just my happy place. I even bought like two bath bombs at lush, I'm like, this is just welcome to your 30s. I just want everything to smell amazing. It's been years and
1: years, and nothing beats the bath bombs at Lush. Oh, they smell so good. No sh- other manufacturer has managed to get them as luscious and as foamy and as it's silky. so cute. And they smell so nice. They look like candy. And they do the fizz-fizz, and it's all the like, and yes, they're $7, but they're the best ones. They last
0: very long. They do. They last very long, so um yeah, so I got I got my bonus, and I was like Devin, we're going to Old Orchard Mall, mm-hmm. let's go. So it was it was a really it was a really great
1: great day. I love that for you. Yeah, yeah, that's great.
0: Well, we just want thanks everyone for joining us this week. We just want everyone to stay safe and try therapy and stay sane. And same time next week. Good announcer voice, Julia. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>